क्या बोल रेली पब्लिक इफ यू डो नॉट गेट दैट रेफरेंस यू शुड गो वॉच कली बॉय एंड विद दैट वेलकम टू द नाइन्थ एपिसोड ऑफ द अली ट्वेंटी पॉडकास्ट आई एम सो डी योर होस्ट फॉर द वीक एंड आई एम एज ऑलवेज ज्वाइन बाय माई फ्रेंड्स शुभांकर इज ज्वाइनिंग फ्रॉम सिंगापोर एंड क्या न्यूज ज्वाइनिंग टूडे फ्रॉम सैन फ्रांसिस्को कुछ नहीं बस चल रहा है फ्लाइट न्यूयॉर्क के लिए साढ़े आठ बजे फ्लाइट है उंड I guess at least in the early twenties, most of us are like doing some sort of jobs. So, yeah. So I, th- I thought that'll be a good thing to touch up on and see how how we feel about it and and w- what are what are the various thoughts on it. So, uh, just to give a more uh, just to give some more context to maybe new listeners who might not know a lot about us. I'm currently working at Bloomberg. Gyani is currently working for Palantir, and Shubhankar was working for Mintra post graduation. and since the past 6 6 months 6 months 6 months he's yep. he's been he spent time working on his own startup and right now they they built a product and they are when they working towards it they are in, in fact even hiring more people right now so any, yeah. anything else that you guys want to add um opinions are my own not of my employers <laughs> yeah, that that's that's for the all of us yeah thanks for thanks for making that <laughs> disclaimer yeah uh, awesome so So my first question here is all of us have recently graduated obviously when i say recently two years but yes but what is the transition that you guys saw when you were moving on from university to your first jobs and so yeah i mean what did you feel as in in terms of university in even in the university you used to work on projects you were we used to work on small things but you used to work on things which meant something So how how what do you think that how do you think the transition was and what do you think is different So uh, after uh, so in 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 college we used to work on side projects and our our scope of uh, working was pretty wild matlab we could work on chatbots we would work on web apps uh, so we would it was it was very wide but once once i got into work it was very limited uh, so you have to build out this module for this purpose which is going to be rolled out to this set of customers so very limited use case and uh, so the first thing that comes to mind is from breadth i went directly into depth and i had to go into a lot of technicalities ki how can i improve on this algorithm when i was working on my own i would like just get anything working because like one is greater than zero but 
at work you had to be incremental over whatever is production level so mine was a data science job so i was essentially optimizing for ctrs and uh, optimizing the user feeds so i had to one up the existing production algorithm and it was not an easy job to do so in that sense it was very uh, i had to go into a lot of depth understanding the existing system and then thinking of ideas although that was very exciting in itself like going deep into it but yeah that was a very stark difference so if if i understand correctly and if i maybe want to sum it up in a line it's more like that you focused more on like one to n things mm but mm. not exactly one to n because i don't know how to frame it to be honest but yeah i mean uh, you, you're not coming up with new things all the time and and also a lot of times your focus is boiled down to one particular piece which is way different than something that you do in college because you're in college yeah. you're probably just creating things ground up yeah, uh, yeah. D- d- is that is that a correct sort of summary of yeah and yeah and and it it also comes down to a product mindset versus an engineer's mindset i think so when you are a product manager or when you are like when you are building something from scratch that's what you said uh, you think about user experience you think about retention you think a lot about all those kinds of things but when you are an engineer <laughs> your salary is not dependent on that your promotion is dependent on whether you are reaching your quarterly goals and my quarterly goal is to bring a uh, 5% up ctr whatever that means however it affects my other system so uh, it's very different in that way yeah essentially you're working with bigger teams and hence mm-hmm. you have like more specific roles yeah and that's probably required once you are working with larger teams that's that's probably necessary to manage the workforce that exists sure makes sense what about you gani okay so after pilani i went to gojek for two months and then i went to bloomberg and now i'm at palantir but um i would say uh, one thing that you learn is how to work with large teams on large code pieces on code pieces that have been written for the past 15 or 20 years you aren't necessarily writing the newest flashiest thing but you learn how to appreciate dated code you um i think in most jobs at least in big companies you're probably adding to the existing code base rather than creating something from scratch but um so so yeah, as shankar said earlier we would uh, write web apps or anything else but now at bloomberg i was writing c++ so i was writing as so i was basically adding on to the existing system i would create new libraries i would double into new things like kafka or whatever sometimes but most of it was about uh, understanding other people's work and building on top of it and working together as a team so yeah you learn a lot of teamwork you learn a lot of reading other people's code and making decisions as a team while um in pilani a lot of it was pretty arbitrary like we were a group of three people who mostly agreed with each other while at work the people who don't agree with each other as much as we do so uh, yeah there's some there's some pushbacks you discuss things you come up with solutions and you build on to things um i was a little afraid that work might not be as fun as college but people at work were also like into doing things outside of work going out so that that wasn't true makes sense so what do you think helped you guys sort of making that transition 
or or if i want to reframe the question what were the difficult aspects or what were the more challenging aspects of personally as in what did what did you find difficult changing from that three person team who's probably agreeing on whatever whatever we propose because we do not really think of longevity and and maintainability and what not to to being in a team where for example even even i had very similar experiences wherein i was writing so i think gani and my experience would be somewhat similar uh, at least compared to shubhankar because shubhankar's role was more of a uh, data science role and for for gani and me i think it was more of a back end engineering role wherein we are modifying software which is which has been there for multiple multiple years and we're adding things to it adding more features features making things easier making things more readable and blah 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 but but yeah so i think i've had similar experiences there so what did you guys find personally more challenging on that front hmm uh say ki it wasn't very challenging but it was different uh, to adapt uh, to same uh, large team uh, and uh, high onboarding time so i spent like two weeks just understanding the whole system uh nay two weeks for training initially to uh, to get used to the mintra system and then two weeks to actually understand the system the code base um understanding the code base in two weeks is really impressive but i don't know the no, uh, scale yeah, of the I, code base i mean understanding the code base has in very very uh, narrow part of the code base that i have to interact with oh, so, okay so yeah so th- th- it was different uh, get on onboarding myself to the existing system uh, understanding ja- so a lot of it was written in java and then it was talking with python and it was very complex uh, as an outsider to look into uh, and there were all these uh, map reduce jobs that were running every day and uh, as a newcomer it felt like uh, there's a lot to learn and that's why i feel with any new job the learning curve initially is high so you understand all the services that are running that are talking to each other and then you get used to it uh, and it helps when you have uh, good mentors uh to guide you through so i had a bit spilani senior who was my mentor like 3 4 years senior uh and he sat me down and uh, took me through like system dot out dot print ln types uh ekdam chota chota to uh so that was good uh, having a good mentor al- obviously helped and uh, i had a very good uh, manager also uh, very supportive he gave me a lot of freedom ki do whatever you want uh, try out any new ideas like uh, within 4 months or so i had launched my own ab test i think uh, where i was experimenting with the pricing of uh, products for certain segments of users based on their browsing history faltu uh, mai i shouldn't get into so much technicality but but ha huh, like getting uh, understanding the whole system how it works uh, was a little different What, what about you Gany? What what did you did you was there anything that you find, found particularly challenging? Uh it could be technical it might not be technical. Um I would say the most challenging things are always non technical for me because um, I had been programming for a bit but definitely had to write better code. Um read this book called Clean Code some of it helped but business things were the most challenging bit so um I went from Pilani to Gojek and then to Bloomberg at Bloomberg people would use very different terms about the domain that i did not know about anything so um 
I would have to ask them what is this. They would sometimes speak in acronyms, which wouldn't help either. So getting knowledge of the context, why am I writing whatever I'm writing? Who is my customer? How is data flowing from one place to another? Um, it took it took a while. It definitely took a while. But then my manager was also very helpful. So he would suggest different financial courses that I could do. Um, I had a very helpful mentor who I would go to for a couple of things. Uh, one of them was technical help because I had not written much C++. Plus he would help me navigate the code base as well because my the the Siemens code base is like pretty huge. Like my previous project, um, people were really friendly as well. Um, I would not want to take names, but a lot of people in my team were very friendly. Um, one more thing that helped was uh, after like doing this for a few months on my own. Um, I joined the Bloomberg training class. In the training class, you see so many people your age or like doesn't matter your age, but like with similar experience coming and joining the company at the same time. So you see everyone is also a little clueless, and it's okay to be clueless. Um, you learn about Bloomberg together, which which is pretty useful. So. I I think finding a group of people who are also as clueless as me and knowing that being clueless for a bit is okay was certainly helpful. Having good mentors, having a great manager, um, yeah. So understanding the domain was a difficult difficult bit, and how did I get through it was um, getting good mentors and talking to people around me. Um, I saw this uh, hacker news post called the Cold Start Career Algorithm or something. So what you do is you go and talk to your manager. Um, Say for twenty-five minutes, you ask him to tell you whatever is the most important thing that you should know to know the do the job. Then you ask him questions for like three minutes about whatever he has said, and in the last two minutes, you ask him who else should you talk to. So slowly, you would eventually end up covering a big chunk of the organization that you should know you and you should you'll get a lot 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 of things. So someone might tell you that go to Go to this guy for architecture. Go to this guy for the security overview. Go to this guy for business. So you know that these guys are important and they know their things. And then when you talk to them, they'll talk talk to you about different people. So that's very useful. I I can put a link here in the notes. I agree. I think and not only with like your first job, but at least like the one on one piece that you just mentioned, it's really helpful. Just getting to like getting up to speed on with a, with, in a new company and getting up to speed in a new team or anything like that. uh yeah just to it's a great way to network as well like you get to talk to everyone on the team individually so next time when you're at the pub like yeah it's great great fun you get to meet people and you get to build your network in the company one one small habit that really helped me a lot i think during amazon and even even i i, I do that even now is uh sort of just jotting down whatever because all these big firms have this stupid habit of just using acronyms all the time which is it's really annoying if you if you're a if you're a newbie and who's i mean even in meetings i mean i'd often go to meetings only to learn about what other people are sp- saying and not really to contribute because at least in the first 6 months or so i knew that i'm not really up to up to speed on a lot of things that to actually like fundamentally mm-hmm. contribute uh, especially like on my first job but and but these people will just uh, just like continue using acronyms but the small thing that i found really helpful was just noting those noting them down and just I used to have like a, a one-on-one meeting with my mentor every I don't know a week or so I guess, and we just and and a lot of times just like the searching those acronyms on the internal search is is all you need and and it, even if you really just get to know what those acronyms mean, it a lot of things 
start making sense because because you because the thing with big teams and big companies at, at least big companies is that there are a lot of discussions which come up again and again and again because there are so many people and there are so many points of views and we can discuss how efficient that is maybe on another podcast but but as as a new as a new person it's easy to l- listen to them again and again and actually get get an understanding of the overview and what's happening and what's going on in the system in general or stuff like that on that point i agree with you so whenever i went for a meeting at bloomberg i would make a lot of notes and while leaving the meeting i would maybe ask phil a guy on my team what was going on what were they talking about or maybe take it up with my mentor or my manager next time we have we had a one on one or whenever i would see someone so yeah, that was very helpful getting things into context after the meeting but i think we can be more open during the meeting as well and ask questions because sometimes when you ask questions you figure out that there are other people in the team as well who did not know about this gani you are you are in between your onboarding phase right now right how's how's that experience been um yeah it's been pretty good it's been really good it's been a lot of fun you um so the onboarding here is like two weeks one week in california one week in new york um in california we basically spent time learning about the about the culture of the company about the history of the company and then we learned about one of the products that the company has um and we actually learned it by demoing it to one of our team leads or um one of the senior engineers here so yeah it's been fun mm uh when you when you talk when you just said about uh, the culture thing right it reminded me so i had uh, after my in my fourth year i had done an internship at belong.co it's a bitcoin startup in bangalore which uh, which uh, matches jobs with candidates and uh, over there uh, within your first month within your first couple of weeks what happens is there is a vision induction session uh organized by the ceo vijay so there is a vision deck that he has uh, and all the newcomers in the last two weeks or the last month come together and he takes uh, he takes everyone through like uh, how it how it started from just an idea how it started from uh, a call with his mom how he got the idea how the co-founders met and what's the vision and what are the founding principles and and then he talks about how you can align to the values of the company uh, and then uh, i remember particularly uh, there's one question he asks everybody uh, it's it's around uh, what has been one thing in your life that uh, you think has started a chain reaction in some way or the other in other people's lives and uh, surprisingly he remembers every person's answer to that and he like brings it out in other meetings as well so like that whole vision induction session mm. aligns everybody to the like to the culture that the ceo wants to take you through so i felt that especially in a startup when there are very like there are only 100 people over there so it's much easier to align everybody it's pretty cool matlab i it was one of my best experiences in the whole internship talking about talking about that i think i think amazon does a really good job at this i've been to mm. three big companies now either interning or working full time and the thing that i've experienced is mo- almost all companies would have some sort of value principles and guiding principles and what not on their website but and and they even have like their promotion promotion documents based on these value principles but i'd rarely at least i've not seen uh, those principles being actually 
talked about like during meetings or or like decisions being taken based on the fact that no wait uh, you are sort of violating this principle or you're giving that principle more priority over that uh, when clearly as a company we don't agree with it so i mean i think amazon does a really inspirational job to and i think uh, everyone should check out uh, their 14 leadership principles not just it's it's i think it's very generic it's not even very focused on running a company or anything like that it's very it's it's very about life so yeah um so before i joined bloomberg which i also had like a bit on culture which was a lot of fun so they also talked about their culture but the good thing with amazon is it's i think hundreds and thousands of people and still they are able to able to instill that culture that's pretty pretty amazing completely agree with you on that point cool 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 so uh so now that we have um uh, some experience in the industry uh doing jobs and and for shubhankar even recruiting people but uh what would be sort of your main key takeaway if you are to start this over again but having the knowledge that you have today so if you are to go back to your fourth year and join your first job again what would what would be so your one focus point and what should what should what should basically other people look out for and focus on when they are starting out new jobs and particularly maybe when they are graduating and starting out new jobs that's that's not an easy question to possibly it takes you through the whole flashback uh but one thing I, I'd, i'd say that never never stay in the comfort zone it's very easy to stagnate in a job it's it's very easy to uh, it's very easy to get promoted and still not do inspiring work it's very easy to climb up the corporate ladder and still be at the same place professionally and personally so i feel uh, at every like every week or every month doing a check in with our is your short term aligned with the long term is very important ek number yeah so b- because i feel i i i went into that phase e- even within the first year of uh, working i figured out that there's a simple formula to get promoted to be successful and uh, i didn't want to work with that formula i all uh, i've always wanted to push myself out of that comfort zone uh, and i want to be doing that in the future as well so yeah that's one thing i'd i, dr- I want to remind myself of that thing because i tend to fall into inertia what about you gani i wouldn't say it's a regret but if it, if i can share a learning or how i did things and i think which is the right way to do things is um admit that you're new don't try to fool others with your skills or knowledge about the domain because you probably don't have any domain knowledge and all the python code that you wrote as an undergraduate was probably very basic compared to what you'll be writing now so admit that you're new be open to learning ask people questions ask a lot of questions that's what my manager keeps kept suggesting me ask a lot of questions if you have any questions take it up you can even take it up during the meeting you can take it up take it up after the meeting just keep asking questions and it's okay to be new i agree i mean especially like the ask 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 and ask is yeah it re- i think it really helps so uh, uh, sorry sorry i cut you but um uh, one thing that it it helps the organization as well because um sometimes like here the question a lot of things so sometimes things become muscle memory while it shouldn't be muscle memory you should always question what you're doing so when you when you are new and when you are in an organization you tell them you ask them why have you been mm-hmm. doing things this way things this way they think oh 
am i doing it because it makes sense or am i doing it because we have been doing this for mm. a while now so um fresh pairs of eyes and asking questions helps your organization as well it's it, it basically brings a new perspective to whatever the team might have been doing and the company might have been doing that's what they usually get consultants for which makes sense which i think is also mm-hmm. very true especially when you're changing jobs because now you might have way, like at least you would have experience from one company and you you'd see you then when you when you change jobs you sort of start recognizing what that first company used to do well and what they didn't used to do well uh which you might have been missing there because that time you're in there and you, like, it's it's sort of become your muscle memory in doing certain way certain things yes yeah, so i think i think it's sort of again ties back with uh what shubhankar said there to to try and push out of a comfort zone one thing that i found mm-hmm. particularly uh helpful and is also somewhat similar to sort of keeping track with how your short term goals align with your long term goals is asking for feedback proactively mm-hmm. and not just depending on feedback to be given to you and sort of mm-hmm. going after it and and really as in literally asking that what am i doing which is not the best way or uh which is not definitely not my strength and and what am i doing which is which is good which is out of the ordinary and how should i improve on both both, both those aspects yeah so i think that's one thing that definitely really mm-hmm. really worked for me yeah getting feedback regularly definitely helps yeah that's funny because uh, we we just rolled out our pilots with a couple of customers this week and uh, we have also established a feedback uh, schedule of uh, like we'll do a weekly check in with you a bi-weekly check in with you and they have a good things list and a bad things list this is what we want this is what is good uh, very similar very similar uh, shubhankar like this is sort of sort of targeted towards you because uh, i hear you you've started recruiting for radical i so mm. did that new perspective like sort of bring light to something which you might have been ignoring or some new some new aspect of getting a job and getting a job from like like even you have been on the other end of things very yeah. recently like just a couple of years back where you've been trying to get jobs and sitting for interviews and doing internships and what not so mm. yeah what 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 do you think is that it's a very vague question so mm. if you don't have a very specific answer it's all right i i keep thinking about this stuff what i feel is uh, most difficult for me to transition is that uh, as a as a as an employee i want to have maximum freedom in my work life i want to work from home as many days as i want and i i only want to work on the whatever deliverables are there uh, but as an employer uh, you want to have control over your employees you want to get the product built as fast as possible uh, so what what kind of control <laughs> I, i mean it's it's like it's like uh, do you have uh, time time schedules of when people work do you have uh, do, is there a work from home policy is i understand where they are coming from and i understand where i am coming from as an employer because for me getting the product there is the biggest objective so that has been a little difficult to put myself in their shoes in, in fact just put myself in my shoes one year back and see how i was thinking so that's different but if if i tell you what i'm looking at in in people it's it's the same thing it's it's the same if i was to evaluate a colleague that do i want to work with him or her it's the same thing the questions i'm asking are the same i've realized I, i'm not going with any specific plan of questioning but it's 
the question I asked yesterday was, uh, which is the thing that you have done in your professional life that pushed you most out of your comfort zone? What is the most interesting thing you did in your last one year at work? It's, it's the same kind of questions I would ask any person if I was going out on a date or if I was uh, working with a colleague. But uh, it's because I, 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 in, in a startup, it's because these are the people you're working with. So you want to have as aligned personalities as possible. Mm. But there is a difference in perspective of control versus freedom. Yeah. So how was the date yesterday then? Gandhi baate bete. Anything else that you guys might want to discuss? So, uh, I think, I think uh, uh, a couple of days back, we put out a question on our Instagram. And there's a question that aligns with uh, our discussion today. This is a question that Siddharth had asked us on the Instagram page at early 20s podcast. So, it goes like, I don't want to miss out on opportunities, but I don't want to give up futures opportunities for the lack of skill. So how do you think I should plan my early 20s? By learning skills or by executing? It's, it's essentially skill skill uh, development versus execution and fake it till you make it. Do I do Coursera for two years or do I fake it till I make it and do freelance and then learn on the job? How do I do that? At least my take on this is, I mean, it's... It, to me, it sounds like very, very, like two broad categories that sort of he's confused yeah. between. I would personally yeah. recommend whichever he feels more strongly about and just sort of just going in for it and then taking that decision on the fly. Because at least for me, what happens for me is I get stuck in that indecision, yeah. but then I'm not really doing any of the things and I'm just thinking of doing A or B. Uh, what I also feel is going all in on one first of all when you when you start going all in on one of, one of the things you may start realizing that is that is all that is all that time on this one thing required if not you automatically start shifting your focus there mm. i mean to me i am probably answering a more meta question here mm. but for me it's it's very difficult to like gives this sort of advice to someone. So, so for an example, let's say I want to learn mach- machine learning. Right. So you are saying that you do not need to become a deep learning expert who can run deep learning models on AWS to learn machine learning. To learn yeah, machine you can learning, start with the Coursera course, yeah. you can learn two weeks and then you can build something which is the second, mm. second like you, yeah. first you're spending two weeks on building it and then you're spending two weeks, uh, sorry, first you're spending two weeks on building that skill mm. and then you're spending two weeks on making something out of that skill. Yeah. So which is a very interleaved approach to, so I don't really have to pick one and leave the other. I can yeah. interleave them together. Um, so I think it's a false stick to me. Um, okay. As Sodi said, it's not an either or. Um, mm. one thing that would definitely help would be to be employed soon so if he has something that actually is usable by the rest of the industry I think he should gain employment and then he could always dabble into whatever he wants is interested in on the side and maybe when he's confident enough he can start searching for jobs in that skill mm. or he can start applying anyway and then something might work out mm. like you can't I don't think you can check all the boxes for the job requirement page so apply do it on the side you don't have to let go of current opportunities to learn on the side if you really want to do something you'll probably do it on the side anyway agree agree i agree 
Yo, yo, yo. Thanks a lot for tuning in today, folks. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We've, we've tried a much different and shorter format this episode. There's certain ways we feel about it, but we'd love to know about how is it for you and what, what's, what's your take on this episode in comparison with the other episodes that we have had. We'd love to, love to hear more about that. Yeah, thanks for the support. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for your time. Have an amazing Sunday and a great week after that. See you around. Mera naam bana kaam bhari kaam bhari ne dhar mari to karo karwai dhara din so sat kya sab kuch main jhel lunga tere liye bhai to sirf bowling ko khel lunga tere liye base ball strong bana jaise bat star mitti mein mila do inko bana inka sandman gali gang chali chand ke khoj mein ab to tare sitare hame jaante log hai kaam